0: is Anastasia Kharshenko. Anna was born and raised in Kyiv. She finished her bachelor's degree in the Kyiv Mohila Academy studying management and business administration. During the pandemic, she applied and was accepted for the work and travel program to the United States, which was a rare achievement at those times. And she spent three months in the U.S., working as a hostess in Ocean City, Maryland. During the war in Ukraine, she evacuated and lived in Ireland for six months. Also, she has applied to different grants and spent one month as an exchange student in Jyväskylä University of Applied Sciences in Finland, where she was studying business and psychology. Afterwards, she was invited for a summer program in Bocconi University in Milano, Italy. Anna attended music school and singing is one of her hobbies. Anna, how are you today?
1: Um, Hello. Um, I'm I'm great. (laughs) Thank you. You?
0: I'm feeling positive. I'm feeling optimistic. I'm feeling curious about you. And so I'll begin with this question. If your friends could describe your personality, what would they say about you? Uh,
1: Well, if talking about my friends, um, they would always call me um, a real Scorpio person with a Scorpio vibe. Uh, The person who has the black sense of humor. uh, Like everybody Scorpio is and um, mm, I think with my close friends I'm very friendly and uh, and also I think they would mm, describe me as an ambitious person and maybe as a funny person who would always
0: thank you and this makes me curious to know what is your belief about astrology
1: well actually i was kind of kidding about this uh, scorpio things but most of my friends really describes me as a real scorpio personally me i don't believe in the astrology things i think i i'm um i find this just mm, funny topic to talk about but not something serious, actually. Although uh, sometimes I'm when I'm bored or I just don't know what to do. Sometimes I can watch some videos about astrology, about um, about the moon, about the moon calendar as well, just to plan my month, my week, just to understand what should I do in this situation, what should I do in that situation. Sometimes. I, I, I just find some things helpful for me when I'm confused or puzzled. And such things can help to figure some problems out in my
0: head. That's really interesting. And it gives me a lot of questions to ask. But I'll begin with this one, which is fascinating to me. When you went to Ireland or even Italy, did you have that kind of stereotypical bitch face that many Eastern European girls are known to have, where many people were thinking, oh my God, why is this girl so angry all the time? She looks so serious. Or did you try to smile more? Maybe in the US, you notice people are always so smiley and friendly, and so it changed everything
1: oh well this is quite an interesting question because actually you are right uh, when I went to the US um this was like my first trip by my own I was without my parents without my friends and I I was surrounded by Americans and Americans is uh, it, it, this kind of a nation uh, which would always smile, make laugh. Um, they are always smiling. And yes, um, when I was working in the cafe, I was always asked by my employer to smile, to say some kind words. Although I didn't supposed to be, um, I didn't want to be angry with anybody. This is just my normal face. And uh, yes, I also experienced this problem because um, I, I was just trying to be... Um, to have that kind of the behavior I'm having in the Ukraine, for example, when I'm at home, because it's okay in my country and in other Eastern countries as well to not smile every time. Um, so yes, people... F- f- People found it a little bit um, maybe rude or cruel. But for me and for my people, that's a normal thing. So I had to switch sometimes uh, to... I was trying to behave as those people who were surrounding me at that time. Just not to be (laughs) rude for them,
0: you know? I understand that... It's very interesting because it helps you expand and develop different kinds and parts of your personality when you travel and live in different places. And so to ask you, what inspires you in this world? What do you do, whether in Ukraine, Ireland, or any other place that really gives you that good vibes, good energy, and makes you have more feeling of fulfillment
1: um well this is a hard question but i would uh, say that um, this strong energy and uh, the ability to be a strong person to be motivated and inspired i think that i think i have obtained such skills from my family Mm, because my family especially my parents they are quite inspiring and they are always motivating since my very childhood so i think um they just they were trying to raise me as a person who would always try to do the best you know to achieve something in this life and uh, try to be optimistic I think I got it from my... This, I think I got such things from my parents. Well, and, I, um, and also I can say that I have good friends who are always motivating me sometimes and they also inspire me for, for some achievements or accomplishments as well. And uh, well, and also I think traveling is some sort of inspiration for me as well.
0: I like that you're a kind of person who contains a multitude and a lot of things like that. And you said it's difficult. Do you notice or did you notice that your personality in Ireland in Italy or in the US somehow is different because you were in a different environment compared to Ukraine? Or did you feel like totally the same person with the same behaviors like you mentioned? only you needed to smile more and say more kind words.
1: Uh, yes, every time I would go anywhere in Europe or, for example, when I was in the US, I was feeling myself um, a little bit different person uh, from those people who were surrounding me at that times. because although I'm only 21, I'm feeling quite mature for my age. I think this thing... Um, I think this thing is familiar to many Ukrainians and to my Ukrainian friends as well. Because although uh, I'm young, but I need to... I have faced with many problems and uh, obstacles in my life already, as uh, all the Ukrainians did. So when I was uh, hanging out, for example, with my friends who were the same age as me, I was still feeling myself more mature than they were. For example, I already had one job at that time. Um, I was studying in two universities and I was also experiencing the, um, the traveling because of the war. So I had many problems at the time. And those people who were from different countries they were just enjoying their life and they didn't need to care about anything in their life. Well, so that's why there is a huge um, gap, the mental gap sometimes, the the difference between Ukrainian nation and for example, European nation. Because I think people from Western Europe, uh, they don't need to care about some global things where to find the money, how to afford bad things, where to find a job, where to find the new accommodation in case of the war, you know, and um, I had to face with all these questions at that time.
0: So, yes. Thank you. That's so interesting. And yes, challenges, problems and facing bigger questions make you mature, which makes me think about how do you relate to people and first... I will ask this. When you met new people abroad, did you have any experience where you felt total chemistry with someone new where you felt, oh my God, I know this person almost like for a few minutes, but almost like all my life, I feel so comfortable. They're my person. Or do you always need time, observation, multiple meetings before you know if someone is your person and therefore what would be characteristics of someone that make them your kind of people?
1: Hmm. Well, uh, uh, I must say that I, in Ukraine, for example, I have lots of friends, most of them, we've been friends since the school time, so uh, almost from the very childhood. Um, But now, the, the older we are, I think it's more um, challenging to find really close friends, a really close company. And yes, sometimes I need the time to, to make some observations, to, I, I don't know how to say this, but yes, and I think now I need sometimes uh, just to make some analysis in my head to make some observations just to understand is is this person can become a really good friend for me or not but uh, for example when I was in Finland uh, I had really good neighbors in my um, in my accommodation and I really liked them from the very first second because they were looking so sincere and I must say like honest and genuine. They were also like twenty or twenty two years old as I am, but we become really close and good friends really fast because they were very honest with me. I uh I was quite sure that these people, um well, they would never how to say this, they would never cause me any problems. But in most cases, yes, I need some time just to understand if this person can become my friend or not.
0: Thank you. I understand what you mean, especially like you said, all your life you had friendships that lasted for almost 20 years. So it's a different skill to make new friends. And since you spoke about the war, etc., how was that day for you february 24th when the bigger invasion was announced how did you hear the news how did you feel how did your family react how did that opportunity to go to ireland come tell me the story especially the emotions of that day and how did you believe it did you not believe it what happened?
1: It's a good question. Um, I think uh, the February 24th
0: um,
1: has become the worst day for almost every for almost every Ukrainian for sure. I don't remember that day so good because I think everything was blurred. I was very confused for the whole day actually for the whole week. For the very first week, and I was so puzzled. I was just checking the news every time, and my my house is located just right near the airport, which is supposed to be like the strategic location. Uh, so that's why uh, my family we've moved we've moved to the country house first. Uh, we've been living with the grandparents. We've been together for the very two weeks, and. Uh, Personally, me, although it was happening in my city, it was happening with my people and with my country, firstly, I couldn't believe that it's happening in real life. I thought this is just kind of, uh, I don't know, a joke. And uh, the only thing I was caring about at that time, that my apartments, at my house could be bombed. And I, I remember myself, I was checking the the news like every minute this i was i I was checking the news every second for the first seven days and uh, fortunately i was with my family all the time we were hiding in the country house so i didn't hear any bombs and i've never been to the bombshell uh thanks god but then the things uh were becoming worse and worse and my dad he literally forced us like me my mother and me to to leave ukraine to go abroad and uh, that's how we've moved to ireland uh the reason we've chosen ireland was um, like we didn't want to learn a new language and uh, we all know and new english and that's why we decided to move to ireland at that times and also uh, i've read that ukrainians don't need the visa to go to ireland and uh, we had the car we were traveling by car from ukraine to ireland so uh, we could literally go anywhere we wanted And uh, also, I was informed that they also can provide a good education for for Ukrainians, a good financial help as well, uh, and other social needs. And this is how we, we went to Ireland. Then I found the host family on the special website for Ukrainian refugees, and this is how the story began. And yes, we've been living in Ireland with my mother and sister for almost six months, as I must say. And uh, it was quite a big uh, like chapter in my life that I would never forget. And I'm so grateful. And I would be always grateful to Irish uh, government, to Irish people. I have so many stories to be told how people were helping us during all this long trip but fortunately now uh i've come back home and right now (laughs) i'm talking with you in my own room on my own bed Uh, thanks to ukrainian armies thanks to ukrainian ukrainian people because at the very first week when i left ukraine i was quite sure that i would never see my family my friends my dog my apartments never, never again in my life. So now I appreciate life even more.
0: Thank you, that sounds really emotional and traumatic and I'm really glad the whole world is aiming and was aiming and many countries in Europe to help Ukrainians in these times of need. And you said it changed you as a person. How did the war, these whole seven months, change you as Anna? How was Anna before February 24th? And how are you different in your personality, in the way you think, in your approach today?
1: Well, yes, I think war has changed every Ukrainian, and we will never become, we will never have that kind of a life which we used to have before February 24th. But personally, for me, well, when I was at school or when I was small and uh, I was reading books about, history books, I mean, about war or my great-grandmother was telling me about the war times, I thought that the war is the worst thing which can ever happen to every person. And... uh, I was so happy to live in the peaceful times. So I have uh, to say this. I, I didn't appreciate like my life because uh, I've never faced with a war. But I think this year it has made me uh, so stressful. And now I'm, I'm quite sure that I can face with every challenge in my life. There is no things which i will which i won't figure out you know because uh when you have no accommodation when you have no family when you have no family uh, no job or i don't know no salary it seems that the life is over but it's not you can figure out everything in this world, actually. And uh, this is what I realized during the last seven months, is that I can do everything. I can find any answer for any question in my life. So, And although I'm only 21, I know that I can travel by myself, I can find accommodation for my family, for myself, I can find a scholarship, I can find the education for me, I can find money if it's needed, I can find a new job as well. So I think I've become stronger and stressful, more stressful, for sure, as every Ukrainian.
0: Thank you. And since you mentioned every Ukrainian was deeply changed by this war, some so social experts as well as psychologists say that this trauma will stay with Ukrainians for multiple generations that a lot of Ukrainians will be more negative about the future having less hope and ambition because of this trauma and the effects of the war do you believe that is true Or a lot more will be similar to you, where they believe they can do anything, everything is possible in their future, and that they can figure out a way to create any life they wish to do?
1: Well, this is quite an interesting question. Uh, Firstly, the thing I wanted to tell you that uh, during my long trip across the Europe, I realized that... I really want to go back to Ukraine and I think that my nation is the strongest, the most stressful, the most talented nation in the world. And this is actually true because uh, although we were forced to face with such obstacles in, in our life, but we are still standing. I know that the war is not over, but we are standing and we are fighting and we will keep fighting. As long as it's needed, actually, and I think that yes, this war uh, will be our trauma, and there there will be many traumatized Ukrainians for the next few generations. But uh, personally, me, I've come, I I've decided to go back to Ukraine because. I've realized that I want to be in this country because I love these people. I love my city and I love my country as well. And I want to be here and I want to raise my own family, my own children here. And uh, the main conclusion we need to make from this war is that we need to raise our future generations and try to change their mind and to uh, tell them the truth what was happening so they will be able to make the right conclusions in the future what is good in this situation what is bad in this situation not in the situation but the war so uh i think since the war has started everything has become black and white you know and uh, i think uh we are facing now, I mean, Ukrainians with the biggest historic challenge now. We need to rebuild our country. We need to rebuild our mindset. i th- I think there are lots of plans for Ukrainians for the next few decades, at least. I think I'm I think as every Ukrainian, I'm very motivated and inspired to to change, to face with changes, challenges, uh, because I know that we will win.
0: I like that. It's very inspirational. And it makes me want to ask, you chose to return to Ukraine. You're in your room. You want to raise your family there. You believe in your country and all Ukrainians do. At the same time, many Ukrainians, millions of them, could now have started a new life, abroad new university new jobs where it becomes somehow of an unknown because they think well at least i have stability here if i return to ukraine i don't know how the economy is i don't know what's going on so do you think that many ukrainians will settle abroad for multiple years or that most of them will choose to return and rebuild the country
1: uh you're right, actually, because when I was traveling, I um, I've met lots of Ukrainians who have settled in Europe already and they were telling me that they would they, that they would not come back to Ukraine even if the war is over. Uh, because uh, yes, there is more stability and peace and calm in not in ukraine you know but personally me i decided uh, to go back to ukraine uh just because firstly i have all my family here my friends they are all in ukraine most of them uh i have a good job in ukraine and uh, when the war has started uh i was i was still working all this time uh fortunately we have the internet we have social medias and this is how this is how my work is based on. So uh, I I was quite free in this question. I could I was able to work anywhere from any country I could, and um, I have the home my own room here. And um, maybe it sounds really it sounds I think too optimistic, but. Now, right now, for example, I am living in Kyiv. This is the capital of Ukraine. And if you go to Kyiv, you would see that the streets are full. The cafes, the restaurants, the shopping malls are full. So people are trying to live, to keep living their life, although during, however, during the wartime. And uh, I know that some people would never come back to Ukraine. Some of them came from occupied territories and i understand them because uh, they moved because their houses were bombed their cities were occupied Uh, it makes sense But for example my city it was liberated from russian forces in march and uh, people now are more and more people are coming back to my city every day and it's becoming more and more vivid and uh, this is the thing i really like uh, I think in the future I I want. I don't know. I think it's impossible to make any plans, but I just want to settle down here in Kyiv because this this city is most it's the most comfortable city in the world for me personally. Uh, because firstly I have all my people here. Fortunately they are all alive, they're all safe. But maybe I would like to maybe to to get the master's degree somewhere abroad, just to be able to travel, to stay for, for some time in some other countries. But I want to settle down here in my city and to have my own family in the future, also here in Kyiv. But I think we'll see. It's impossible to make any plans. I was trying to do that, but it's impossible, unfortunately, in this situation.
0: I agree 100%. Thank you so much, Anna. This was truly emotional and sharing the reality and truth and heart and soul of a Ukrainian going through such difficult times. And all I can say is Slava Ukraini. Thank you so much. I wish you success. I wish you to find the best master's degree for you and I wish safety, success and victory to Ukraine and to every Ukrainian. Thank you. And goodbye.
1: Thank you so much again. Thank you.